0: Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom podcast number six. And uh, where faith and life's wisdom and understanding is found on the one and only platform, and that is Lord Jesus Christ. Today, my guest is my best friend, my wife, my bride, the love of my life, and her name is Victoria Maiba. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I am very excited to do this podcast because um, we're going to talk about the calling, Uh, just walking into my calling walking into our calling Uh, because a lot of people think calling is uh, is from time to time what's a voice of God called somebody or somebody comes in and say you know thus saith the Lord I need you to do this or that you know because we read it in the Bible that God uh, God said to Jonah or God but we never we never see the story how it happened before and details of the story and so today that's exactly what we wanted to talk about we want to talk about our struggle we want to talk about our success and how God led us through, through this, this journey of understanding and walking, understanding what calling is and walking into our calling. So. The first question and, and it kind of is for both of us. How do we and how do I find our calling? And I'm going to start with my story and then I'm going to, I'm going to ask you how you started. And I wanted to, to kind of those two things to parallel one another because, because I always say this, Victoria is a voice of the Holy Spirit in my life. Sometimes when, when I'm derailing, the Holy Spirit in her says, Hey, you know what? Ooh, come back. And from time to time, God allows me to do that with her, but very slightly. Usually it's the other way.
1: I don't think so, but I think it's equal partnership in that. But yeah, you go first.
0: Okay. All right. So <clears throat> I started very, very early uh, with evil things in my life. I, I remember my dad even grabbed my shoulder and he said, Yuri, you were like the, the hardest kid to raise. You were like the, <laughs> the anyway, the little demon running around. And, and and I remember I started when I was 12. I started with smoking, drinking, then porn came in. I had, I was sexually abused. And I, I've said this many, many times, but I started to, str- I mean, the, the struggle became bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger bigger. And then I I started to struggle with depression, with anger. And by the time I was 16, I got sick of my life. I truly did. I got sick of my life. I didn't want it to live anymore. And I remember I went to church. I sat at the back pew and I I heard this band called Emmanuel singing this song. Who am I in this world? Why am I here? And what is the purpose of my life? And that was my pivotal This 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 moment pivotal uh, uh, moment of my life when I realized I don't want to live like this anymore. I wanted to live for God. And I remember because I'm going to say this over and over today. I remember in that moment, I said, God, if you're real, then I want my whole life and all everything in me. I want to serve you. I want to live for you. I want to serve you. And then seeking begun began. So that's kind of how my journey started now let me tell let me ask you this how how did your journey started with god because pe- people hear hear me preach all the time people hear, hear my my story but give us a little bit of your story your j- journey how you started with god and how did you come to this moment that you you know what, God, i'm going to serve you for the rest of my life because i think that's that's the main main thing that we both want to talk about
1: yeah um so me i sometimes feel like i came you know into this world already being a christian <laughs> um, in a way because uh, i spent a lot of time with my grandma she was um and is she's still here with us uh just a great example of a godly woman and so i think early on in um my walk with christ i just saw a lot of what she had to offer um I loved hearing her stories. I loved uh, seeing her walk with Christ. Even though her story is very tragic, she lost her husband when she was uh, 23, 23, I believe, three, I believe yeah. um, 23 or 25, I'm not sure, with two kids. Um, you know they were orphaned they were in the middle of building their house and so living in a new place that they just moved and starting their lives and just it was cut short and so tragic but seeing how um she just re- relied on god no matter what and so i think early on in my subconscious i made a decision that i really want to be like my grandma i really want to love god like she does that and it doesn't matter what comes your way that You know god's there and so i just took that and i ran with it until one day my grandma sat me down and said you know what you can't go on based of my faith you have to find god for you and her big thing is um you know prayer and so (laughs) i just remember we would be home alone and doing um you know nothing to do and she was like okay let's pray like it was like the most exciting thing you could ever do with my grandma and so um, and then at that point I just I just knew that I wanted that real relationship with Christ even though it took me a long time up to maybe uh, 20 years old where I truly understood what she meant she tried to explain it to me as much as she could but I didn't grasp it until I was in my 20s where because um, I was living out of religion and fear. And I i lost the relationship part of the story she was trying to tell me or paint for me with her life.
0: Out of religion into relationship.
1: Yeah, which was really an eye-opener because it changed, um, My whole life,
0: I used to. I don't know if I told you this, but I used to the early days of my life when we met, when I gave my life to God. I used to just come close to your grandma and just hear her prayer. Yeah, (laughs) because her prayers were just fantastic, amazing. I mean, she she was a prophetess, and she you know she would she would say quietly, and 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 the Lord said, and I was like, okay, what the Lord said.
1: (laughs) I know we were all trying to be like, okay, maybe God will say something to me, and you know she won't notice. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, those are the um, I love you, childhood memories that, um, that I go back to sometimes yeah. when I'm going through something. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the next part, and, and you know, it just dawned on me just now, when I gave my life to God, that's pretty much a few months later, I found you. Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't that funny? I, I, I never put those two and two together, that when I, gave, when I gave my life to God, you became my best friend in the beginning. Like I was, uh, I, I'm gonna have to filter this the way I say it. But I was, uh, I was this friend that would, I was the best friend in the way, in some ways, to you that I would hear her. I would come and hear her boyfriend stories and her, her, uh, uh, whatever, emotional stress.
1: You're my emotional support.
0: <laughs> and and so, but but the next thing this this seeking began in my life in your life i found you uh, a little bit later we were both married gosh uh, we we only would go out together for a year and a half or so and and i proposed i don't know this is not part of our podcast but i proposed (laughs) to her really on the parking lot i was so madly in love with her and i was chasing her for about one year and after a year when i got her i said baby if you're going to stay with me, then marry me. If not, I'm out. That was my, that was my proposal. It was such a horrible thing, but she said, yes. Well,
1: I don't think it was horrible. It was, um, straight to the point. And for me, um, as a logical person, um, it made sense because, um, if you truly feel peace and love and when God is in the center of it, that's the most important. And at that point you were really seeking God And, um, so it was logical that why date and prolong and do all of this stuff and have temptations if we are certain and, um, we prayed about this and we have peace about this, why not go ahead and just, uh, you know, jump in, do it start, and because we were so, um, ministry driven like we wanted to serve the lord with everything we had from a early age we just fell in love with god and that's what we wanted and at that point i mean yeah none of our friends really were there or the people we hung out with and so um yeah it was a no-brainer for me
0: (laughs) and and uh i'm gonna say this to men because we're going into our 20th year uh 20th anniversary next may the cinco de mayo may 5th and and i remember through when when things were really good and i was praying i was in my quiet time and i said god uh why did you bless me so much like why am i my my kids are here and they're they're awesome kids i mean they're all teens i'm losing my mind from time to time that's that's normal
1: (laughs) every three years
0: but uh (laughs) but i said god why why did you bless me so much and and for me for me not maybe for i can't speak for both of us god reminded me the moment when i when i got on my knees when i when i saw her i gave my life to god and i said i said lord i want her as my wife i want to pray for her i want you to give her into my life I mean, I was started praying for her. I was, I was saying, "Lord, this is it. I want it. She's mine." I was claiming. I was praying, and, and <laughs> God reminded me. He said, "Because the first thing you did, you didn't run after anything, you ran to me and asked me as a heavenly Father for the blessing." So I'm kind of emotional right now, but um, anyway, and then and then uh, the seeking begun, and we you started seeking God. I started seeking God. Uh, we got married in nineteen. By 2005, we had three kids already. No, no, no. Melanie was on her way, right? Hold on a second. Melanie was 2005? 2007. 2007. No, I'm bad. I'm better than the numbers. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, in 2005, we, we got our house. We're living, in some ways, American Dream. And. Uh, uh, business is good, economy is good. That's right before the this all this thing that came down and all the uh, 2007 to 2010. And in 2005, I went to Bible college. I, I started serving in church. I became a youth leader. I started preaching. I, I did everything. And we both decided. I think this is something that we need. We need to tell uh, tell everyone today. We both decided our journey that uh, our as mar- married marriage and and parenting. That you're going to stay home, you're going to be a homemaker. You're going to, you're going to raise, you're going to. We're both going to raise kids, but you're going to stay home with the kids as I'm going to work. I think it's it's very uh, that decision still plays a role uh, in our life today. You know, that's why our kids are still close to us because you were there and then I I was there when I could get away
1: with a lot. Always there. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think all these things led to our calling. I think, yeah. I think everything that we're talking about today, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and it all makes sense in the end. That that don't don't ignore the the early steps of life and how god's leading you because because the little things in life the little things how how you parent and how you decide to love one another walk in this in this uh journey together because it's not my calling it, it is maybe god would call me and then god uh, confirmed that in you but it's our calling it's together the reason why i'm successful because i have you and and and, and that's that that that's how it is so now in 2005 uh I I, I finished Bible college in Seattle and in 2005, I read this book, Understanding Anointing of God. Mm -hmm. And I actually, when I read this book, I said, baby, we're going to read this book together by Kenneth E. Hagan, Understanding Anointing of God. It's not in print, but you can get it on Amazon or on some thrift stores. You can get it. Well, it was even not
1: even in English. It was in Ukrainian. Was
0: it in Ukrainian? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think my dad gave it to me. He did. So
1: if you have anybody to blame, it's your dad. (laughs)
0: Okay. Yes. You know, I I haven't thanked him for that.
1: Oh. Well, but when should. I read
0: when I read this understanding and knowing Anointing of God, I opened it up and we started reading together. That's right. And I remember for the first time I heard God loud and clear. Go to this man who writ- written this book. Go go to this man's Bible college and learn everything they had to offer. And and I was like, where is this Bible college? I didn't even know where Ramah is and all yeah. these things. And and uh, and I came to you and I said, baby. God is calling us to Bible college, and I'm gonna say what she said to me. What I heard she said to me, and then I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you speak your, your side. Yeah. She's like, I ain't going to Oklahoma. Um. I'm. I. i I'm. I'm if you're going, you can go. I'm gonna stay here. That's yep. what I heard. <laughs> so how did, okay, so I, I, here's crazy guy coming into and saying, let's leave everything we be- got be- behind. Let's leave our, our house. Let's leave our, uh, all of our community, all of the church and me and you now go on this journey go to Oklahoma in the middle of nowhere. How did you, uh, cause uh, you know, not just respond to that, but how, how, how did you feel in that moment? Tell, tell me a little bit.
1: Uh, when I was still decided that I'm not leaving. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. When you said no, I no, I'm okay. not going. Oh, up. and
1: that um, I think a lot of that also had a huge role in my life. Was first of all my family. Um, second was our church and our Ukrainian church community, which um, we kind of grew up in that. So I didn't know anything different. Mm-hmm. But I think um, now, as I look back when god just saw my heart of stone <laughs> and it's just like that i was not moving like Yuri, i blessed him and i said you know what honey you're seeking the lord i'm happy for you i'll have my family here and you go do bible college whatever you need to do to make you happy um and i was okay with it because i was it? well yeah of course <laughs> um you know but that's how um Rooted in my comfort. I was because I had my family if I needed anything with the kids or anything. I had my family and then um, but God started to um, Rearrange some things in our lives that would push me out of my comfort zone. First of all, we um, Lost the church we were going to I mean I say we lost we uh, left the church and God placed us in a a um,
0: a different amazing church, amazing. actually. The preacher was student of Raymond Bible Yeah, College. which yeah. we
1: didn't know. Yeah. And so God just orchestrated things so flawlessly that I didn't even realize how God was working on my heart to change my mind. And so at one point, um, yeah, I was set on not going. I didn't even know what was in Oklahoma. I thought it was a desolate desert place with tumbleweed. Dust bowl, that's what I heard. Oh, yeah, with tumbleweeds and tornadoes. So yeah, I was not wanting to go. And um, after a while, I just had this heavy burden and just this, um, um, I, I say anxiousness or urgency that nothing fit right, nothing was right. Um, and then for <laughs> we started having family nights and I was so mad at him because I was looking forward to this family night and he sat me down to watch Kenneth Hagen
0: for two hours I think about I like 10 different dvds or 20 di- and we were just you yeah. did
1: and he's like i have this great movie it's gonna be awesome sit down on the couch and i am a movie person it's a I'll preacher
0: watch. it's <laughs> a preacher with a southern accent that we couldn't even understand we didn't even know what that is
1: he would always say why are you looking at me like a deer in headlights or a, a cow at a new gate and i was like what is he talking about um But yeah, so I was super mad that I had to sit here. And so I had, I was sitting on the couch with my arms crossed and I was just, you know, doing it for him because, you know. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But something on there that we watched and um, like in his book, he says that something, when God put something in his heart, it felt like a coin dropped in a payphone. Yeah. And that resonated with me but i just you know didn't think about it but that moment something that i saw on there um i had the urgency to i wanted it so bad and i didn't know how to get it and god said just ask Mm -hmm. and i was like okay so i did and something did deposit into my spirit and i'm going to tell you after that like what happened next i woke up next morning i thought about it and then um I started selling things off.
0: I got the taste of my own medicine because <laughs> in 2009 <laughs> and we're getting to the end of this this podcast 2009 Victoria just just came and said baby We're moving. And it's four years later, 2005. That's when I said I forgot about I'm building new things. Economy's starting to slowly recover. I'm like, man, I'm going to we're going to just stay here. And she's like, yep, uh, we're moving. And by the way, our furniture is on Craigslist. So (laughs) you you always say that I'm I'm all, all in. You are you are so all in. And I didn't want it to. I was like, I'm already over this thing. But then God started to resurrect these things in me. And early in 2009, and we both got many confirmation through mm-hmm. prayer, through uh, even your mom and, and my family. And, and the last confirmation, we were kind of we, we were upside down. I had we had I had a couple of different businesses. I we almost filed for bankruptcy. Thank God uh, that didn't happen. And I remember my, my dad came in, into the driveway with twelve thousand dollars cash in his in his. I, I don't even know how he saved that money mm-hmm. and, and but it was a God thing. And he said, Yuri, I know I know you're upside down on your house. I know you're upside down in, in, in finances. This is, this is for you mm-hmm. and uh you know go god god is calling you and uh and it was like okay god this is it and 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 then everything it was history
1: i mean he went with you to you went ahead of us and he, you, he actually paid for three months of rent for our rental mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that was part of it but we set out um with four hundred dollars,
0: it was four hundred. It was Astrovan. I have to yeah. say, it was a brown, creepy Astrovan with mm-hmm. three kids in the back and, and a dog, and, and, and the dog, and four hundred dollars <laughs> in our pocket. That's all we had. And
1: I had a- a he, I, in a way, maybe you were testing me if I was truly set on doing this because he said, "We have three months' rent paid. Um, we have four hundred dollars. It might get us there with gas." <laughs> And I was like, well, <laughs> I waited this long, and um, if I'm going to you know, go to this faith, Bible-based college, I'm going to start now. So I was like, well, it will all work out. We bought some milk and cereal. <laughs> and We're going
0: to survive until Armageddon.
1: <laughs> we did. We fed our baby cereal on the way, and uh, it was great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we didn't tell this to anybody though so, you know because all the all the, the money that the dad gave us just, just all of it went well, into the and, house just and to,
1: then at first people were um telling us that we're crazy that you know we I oh think, we had our, so much and melanie, so many enemies melanie wasn't even one yeah. or maybe she she just turned one and so no it's
0: 2007 we were, she was born 2007 2009 so two two she was two
1: yeah she was still tiny um but yeah
0: and so here's what we want to tell you about really, where is my calling with this, this, this part one? There's gonna be three parts to, to this podcast, but this part one, here's, here's the main thing that I believe we both want to leave you with. That the calling of our life, the calling of my life, the calling of, of, of marriage even, because it's, it's, it's together. Kids and, and everything, it starts with this moment in my driveway when I looked up and I said, God, I'm gonna serve you for the rest of my life. It's not about the title. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a pastor, by the way. We both like <laughs> we've like we I, yeah, we agreed <laughs> upon it. I'm not doing. It. My, my dad's a pastor. Her dad um, is a pastor now, but wasn't a pastor. That he was a deacon, and and we saw all the, the the church stuff, and we were behind the scenes, and we're like, oh, gonna, we don't, we don't want to do anything about this but we both agreed god we're going to follow you until the last breath of, until the last breath of our life and the calling is found in that moment the calling is confirmed the calling or the this I, I i would i would go to i would even go on to say this contract with you and god and your life journey begins with this life signature when you look up and you say god no matter what's in front of me no matter the the, the, the high mountains the low valley I am going to serve you for the rest of my life. We are going to serve you for the rest of our life. And our kids are going to serve you, our house, and everything is in it. We're gonna go after you until the last breath of our life. That's where the calling is found. And if you're looking at the title, and if you're looking at position, if you're looking at maybe something that looks glamorous to you, I'm telling you, it's not that glamorous. when you walk into to, to the role, to this position, it's not the glam. It's not as glamorous as you think. But when you look up and say and and say these words to God, no matter where you're going to take me, I'm going to follow you. You will walk in, and the door will open. And you both, when you ma- ma- married, will walk in into this and, and get on this journey of thousand miles, and that, that and the calling of God will be right before you may the lord bless you and keep you may the lord make his face shine on you may the lord be gracious to you and turn his face towards you and give you peace and next part is part two and we're gonna talk about out of our comfort out of our comfort and it wasn't really comfort but it was because our family was there out of our comfort into faith into unknown we'll tell you how god took our life and and brought us to florida and how the to the, how the church was open. And we'll give you all the stories within three parts. So see you on podcast number seven.